0: All right, welcome to another episode of Gears and Beers, everyone. Uh, this is episode eleven, I Gears think. Gears, I think. And uh, I'm I'm here. Episode ha- on eight five twenty. That's what I call it. Yeah, very helpful, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam here is the owner of ShyWorks. Uh, he and ShyWorks is a the sponsor of this episode, along with uh, ballistic imagery. Shyworks is uh Iowa's customer preferred customer preferred Seracode applicator, and uh, ballistic imagery will handle all of your photography and videography needs. And I am your host, Box, along with uh uh, oh, I have labels backwards <laughs> backwards on the screen. <laughs> the one that says sam is that's Johnson. Sam is Johnson tonight, and Johnson is Sam tonight. so <laughs> sorry, Johnson Sam <laughs> nobody does you Shouldn't have said anything and see if anybody would have caught it.
1: I'm just gonna have to sound more stupid now.
0: I'm sure somebody hey. would
1: <laughs> just stutter all a
0: whole lot more <laughs>
1: I, 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 I words are hard.
0: I've been, uh, I was talking to these guys, I mentioned something to them a couple of weeks ago, I think, that we should start uh, bringing in a little bit more alcohol to this uh, this segment of the podcast, because it is called Gears and Beers, <laughs> <laughs> and we don't really do anything with beer on here, other than take a sip of it every now and then. So I went out and bought this stuff uh, earlier today. Called Dragon's Milk White. It's I'm not so sure about it. It's called Dragon's Milk. It, it says mm-hmm. it's a bourbon barrel aged white stout, and I don't even know what the hell that means. <laughs> I, all I know is normal stouts aren't that good for to me, anyways. Yeah. And I don't know what a white stout is. So, uh, James, you know where Toad is. Don't even ask that question. <laughs> This says it's smooth, creamy, and legendary. So, do you guys think this is going to be like a coffee kind of beer? Have you? Have you? You haven't you no. haven't tried it yet? You haven't sipped no, it? No, I just opened it. I think it's going to be kind of like Guinness, like a heavy. I have no idea, though. I'm not. It really doesn't look heavy.
1: Kind of. It's going to feel heavy in know. your gut. I can promise you that.
0: That's well, when you, you drink sip, three of those babies, you're going
1: to be pretty miserable.
0: That's not bad. It do, it is like a coffee taste, but not very strong. I don't know, man. That's pretty good. I <laughs> don't. I don't even, I don't even yeah. like. I don't even like coffee. In fact, I hate <laughs> coffee. I think it tastes like dirt. But this is actually pretty good. And is it's it, um, it's six
1: percent. It's like un.
0: Is it kind of like the PBR stuff? I haven't had the PBR PBR stuff yet, so I guess I can't tell you.
1: Oh, that stuff is not that good.
0: This stuff, I mean, it still has a beer, like your regular lager taste to it, but it has a little bit more of a coffee taste to it, but not too overpowering. That's not too bad, guys. I might, uh, Interesting. I might actually drink the rest of this six-pack. I don't know about
1: that. <laughs> uh, Cliff
0: wants to know if, uh, if the name of that, what was the name of it again? Is that Japanese for bull semen? <laughs> <laughs> no, James, or no Cliff. <laughs> it's not. No, it is not. Not Japanese at all. Actually, it. it's brewed in Holland, Michigan. What was the name? What was the name again? Dragon's milk white. So, Dragon's milk is is the brand, Uh, and
1: (laughs) I I mean that seems like a
0: pretty strange name to me. Yeah, whatever your trigger, I guess. I can see that.
1: The male dragons milk. God, man.
0: (laughs) I I haven't laughed like this or really talked since sunday and this this is not
1: it's wednesday (laughs) i I haven't laughed or talked since Sunday. i said like this
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't get out much all right i'm kind of a hermit man Uh, it's making my head spin though i uh, this is not great i'm hoping this is still struggling Box is still struggling all the way from Saturday night. We we uh, kind of tied one on at our uh, golf tournament over there in Quimby. And, uh, yeah, Box is, a, Box is a hurting unit. He was not real productive and helpful on the, on the <laughs> last podcast we recorded on Sunday. <laughs> he, he had a hard time with then. it. Uh,
1: he really did. But yeah, a little
0: bit. I little thought bit. I would be all right on Monday, but then, you know, as the day went on. It came back and then I started noticing the dizzy shit. I was sitting there today thinking I was like, "Eh, we don't have a ton to talk about. I maybe maybe I'll go grab some weird fucking beer and we can talk about that at the beginning. But then I was like, eh, I don't really want anything to do with the beer right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but maybe it'll fix me. Who knows? Well, if you're wondering, if you're wondering, I'm just drinking normal Bush lights, you know, the Iowans beer. It's got a it's got a a full bodied uh, taste to it. Just wonderful. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Johnson, you're not drinking anything, huh? I,
1: I no. have water. You're over your <laughs> calories for the day. No, it's after eight o'clock, so I can't consume any more calories. You poor bastard. Oh God, look at that jug. Look at the size of her. God, you're like Half a middle-aged. Gallon. You're like a middle-aged woman. I know. <laughs>
0: oh sweet jesus
1: why because i have big jugs (laughs) i'm confused
0: (laughs) anyways bloody mary box yeah i would have a bloody mary but uh i'm lazy (laughs) i don't know fair enough (laughs) i don't know it's too late for a bloody mary chris anyways um i guess we can move on past alcohol and being fucking pathetic um (laughs) A couple of weeks ago... Uh,
1: I don't know. Can you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty well. Some of us can. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, I stopped out at Cliff's house to drop something off with Moody, and he brought out his uh, P320X5 Legion. And I got to say, I've kind of been cheesing over that f- ever since I saw that thing. I mean, I didn't even pull the trigger or anything like that. I just handled it, but it was so freaking heavy. It was it's probably twice as heavy as my 320 compact. And I kind of really want one now. Everything just seems so smooth on it and ugh, it's glor- glorious. <laughs> is, is that the tungsten or the the what is it tungsten infused polymer frame or something like that? Yeah, which got me looking. I was like, "Ooh, because you can buy the frames, you know." I was like, oh, maybe I'll go buy one of those frames for this guy. But you can only get full-size frames, I think. That's all I found. I've only been looking up until we started the show here. I think you can only get full-size ones, which would mean I would get a comp. So it would be like a flush-fit comp to the end of the frame, you know? Yeah, but kind of neat. Yeah, I agree. But the frames are... I saw one for 250 I think, but it was out of stock. Everywhere else was 300 And then on top of that, I would need to get a new threaded barrel and a comp, or I could just uh, buy a 320 Legion. So I'm not sure what to do, because I I was seeing the Legions for 900. I would be way over that if I were to make this into a Legion. What'd you say, the frames were 200? Three. Three? Yeah. And you'd need a and you need a comp.
1: And a barrel.
0: Yep. Oh right, right, okay. So that's another yeah, three hundred I mean, there. But I would also want to run a red dot on it. So I, then I would need to mill the slide. But the problem with that is the legions, they come milled for Delta Point Pros or Romeos, which I don't want those. <laughs> if I'm gonna do uh, if, yeah. if I'm gonna go this, if I'm gonna do something like this. I re- really would want to put a Trigicon SRL on it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yes. I wouldn't. Be, I guess I wouldn't be opposed to uh Delta Point Pro, but that yeah. I know where you're I at. Mean, I mean, uh, you looked yeah, through the SRO uh, and now you're in love. I get it. <laughs> you know. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. If you if you want to drop a pretty penny on them, holy, but Jesus. Um. Yeah, I mean, you don't really got to be too picky as far as um. How the red dots, like you know, if it's just going to be a range gun, you don't got to worry about you know how how robust and shit it is yeah. if you drop it and stuff. Like you know, it's not a carry gun. But yeah, I don't I don't blame you for wanting to put the just pony up and and uh, buy the one you want. I guess. Yeah, uh, I'll get around to it someday. Sam, you were wondering if anyone would notice. Wade just pointed out that your names are switched around. Yeah, we already covered that. Johnson's pretty disappointed uh, that he's Sam tonight. Wade. no, actually, we uh, we we changed names legally. <laughs> so. So I didn't,
1: I did not.
0: <laughs> James, if I you can, know. if you can give me that SRO for 95% off, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you could work out a deal, Box, and then you're gonna have to find me a, a legion for uh another 95% off. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, those are just backup. I'm not those... a fan of the Dawson tactical sites. Do they come... Do they uh, come on that? I'm not sure. Or did, you say, or did you say that you wanted them? I didn't, no. I wouldn't give a shit about Uh-oh. having irons Maybe- on it, because it would just be a range gun for me.
1: Yeah. Sounds
0: like a terrible idea. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But I really, that I would really want that. I mean, this the 320 has kind of grown on me a little bit, but I don't know. Oh, and I was, I, I was a Go ahead. There's a, uh, that crossroad shooting sports down in Des Moines that I went down to a few weeks ago. They're offering a bunch of classes, uh, my Glock armor class, which I need to get recertified in. I was, I got to go take it again. Um, so I might go take that, but they also are offering a, a P320 course, which I thought would be kind of interesting to take as well. I don't know if I will or not, but it'd be kind of a cool deal. Yeah. Another thing I, when I was researching, building my own is uh, apparently SIG is going to start offering the fire control units alone in the legion style so that i don't know how much i don't know how how much those are going to cost but apparently that's what's the difference with the fire control units on the legion to a normal p320 i imagine it's just more refined um they are titanium nitride coated i think as far as i know and but Yeah, Cliff said earlier that the trigger on his Legion was buttery smooth, and if that's the case, it's better than, I mean, I have a gray guns in this one, and it's not, it's smooth, but it's not buttery smooth. I imagine they're just a nicer, nicer trigger. Okay. Okay. Uh, James, actually that class is, I'll have to look. It's at the end of August here, I believe. So I'll, I'll talk to you about it here and, um, next time I'm on the phone with you or whatever, but it's on a Tuesday, I believe, if I remember correctly. So oh, well, we were talking about red dots just for a second there, Sam, I think you wanted to talk about one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I finally, finally, I've been looking for. Um, A damn, uh, uh, a good, reliable red dot for my 43X for a while, a while. Um, And and if you guys remember several episodes back, I was talking about it, trying to find the the right one. Um, And they do offer, there's a few options out there, but they just didn't quite hold up. There there wasn't quite what I was looking for. Um, the, The robustness wasn't there. Well, Hollison, finally come out with a um, one for uh, slimline pistols. This is the 407K. And actually, they announced this uh, back in uh, January at SHOT Show. Um, and I had not heard of it for whatever reason up until just recently. I thought you said 507K. Um, did, what did I say? Did I say 407? Yeah.
1: They've got both.
0: Well, there is there is a four hundred seven k, um, as well as the five hundred seven. I apologize. I have the five hundred seven k. Um, it's a little bit more expensive. This generally you can find it around two eighty nine. Um, actually, I was really lucky, and I found it around two. I got it at two fifty nine, I believe. So I was tired of looking for it, so I put on my ShyWorks Facebook. It says, "Hey, whoever sends me a link to." an in stock 507 K I'm going to give you some toes, not here, but swag. Um, and it was within a half hour. Somebody sent me a link to a a place in Florida, actually just a a random gun store down there that was, that had this in stock. So I got it for cheaper than uh, usual, but, um, anyways, that doesn't really matter, but I'm so far and I haven't even got out to shoot this thing. I haven't zeroed it. I haven't, hadn't put a single round through it yet. But I am just the way it looks. I mean, I was worried about the window being too small, um, but it's, it's really not. It's got a decent sight picture. The, the build quality, it's super robust. I, it is just aluminum, um, and it's not like they're titanium like the 508T, which I'm going to put on my Glock 19 is. Um, but it is still, I mean, it's got thick aluminum on there, as you can see side view it's kind of i mean it's there's enough material there huh. on the other side these buttons um really nice they're they're reminiscent of the uh i know you can't really see that of the glock or excuse me the the Trigicon rmr i really like that this other side is the, the battery tray is right there. So you don't have to, once it's mounted, you can lock tight the bejesus out of them. You don't ever have to remove it again because your battery is right there. It is a different battery. It's not a uh, 2032 um, like a lot of the other Red Dots are using. Um but they're still, they're getting my, like, I still want to say like around 50,000 hours of battery life out of it. It is a shake awake deal. So you set it down, you leave it. I don't remember for how long, um, and it, it goes off, but as soon as it bustles just a little bit, um, it's, it's back on. And the other nice thing about it being it's such a small red dot is you can still kind of co witness through these sites. Um, so the deal is that it's so low let's see if you can kind of see that it's so low that you can still just using a standard height sight you can still co-witness through and the other thing is even if you didn't if you wanted to totally remove that dovetail and move this back even farther it's got integrated sights right into it right there in the back and they're not super i mean you're not going to win any target competitions with it but say mm-hmm. your red dot was to fail for whatever reason, you still got those sites there to, to, uh, to fall back on. Yeah. Um, so uh, the other thing is Sage Dynamics, if you're not familiar with him on YouTube, go check him out. He does red dot reviews. That's, that's all he basically all he does. And he beats the shit out of them and so basically if he says a red dot is good to carry i'm gonna trust him because he knows what the hell he's talking about and he does a very thorough review of him this thing passed with flying colors so i'm more than happy to carry it on my um 43x here and yeah i'm a, hollison i know that man i'm a i'm an american first company but hollison is putting out shit that i mean it's it's getting to be so damn good i just you just can't i can't ignore it anymore i mean it's for the price this thing is a damn good red dot and i'm um so far pretty pretty pleased with it so that would be if you're looking for a for a red dot this is definitely the one for your slimline pistols for sure
1: I, I feel like i've been talking like i've it. been
0: jabbering for quite a while I like it.
1: i'm a big fan of it i think it's going to be good as far as like uh for a concealed carry you know, optic, yeah. it, cause, just cause it is so near and it fits on like all these single stack guns, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't hang out on each side. Yeah. It doesn't hang out so far on each side. Like the, like the, you know, RMR and Delta point pro and all that stuff. It's not meant to fit on a single stack subcompact pistol. They're all right, know, meant to right. fit a, a, more of a full size target gun. So, Yep.
0: And there there are guys putting those on RMRs on here and it just looks I mean it's just wider and it just, you got to use an adapter plate and I I just couldn't bring myself to do it. So, pretty happy with this so far though. Uh Chris says I was told about a laser target system today where you have a target that registers your shot from a firearm that has a momentary in it. Uh Chris, I'm not I think Sam has something like that, but there is There are apps for your phone that you just, it uses your camera and you just set it up and point it at whatever target and you can get these little laser things. It just, this little cylinder that fits in your, in your chamber and it's got this button on the back of it that your uh, firing pin hits and it flashes and your phone will register for, register that. One of the apps I, that I was using is called iTarget. I'm pretty sure there's several of them at this point, but yeah, that is that is a thing. And uh, uh, yeah, any questions about it or what were you wondering? So while he's he's typing back, Box, are you going to get into the red dot red dot game or or what? Someday when I'm not poor, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel you.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Makes sense. I don't know. If it's... So, what are you, are you thinking, Johnson? You're going
1: to go this route too? Yeah, I do. Um, I think. Um, I'll probably. I don't know. I really can't decide. I'm having a hard time deciding on whether I'm going to do 43x and and like a 407 or a hundred seven k or if I'm going to just go straight like 19 or 19 X or I don't know. Don't know yet. Still haven't decided, still completely undecided. So, um, but I've got time.
0: Chris, honestly, I'm not so sure how accurate it is. I did notice there. there, It was off a little bit. I haven't used it for a long time. I think you'd probably be better off with something like the manis. It's, essentially the same thing only you don't have to stick anything in your barrel i think that would be more what you're looking for okay fun to play with i got i got one chris and that's it's definitely enjoyable um even if it's not dead nuts accurate i think it's pretty darn close yeah um so i'm mine's broke currently otherwise the next time you're over here I'd, i'd have you play with it but um <laughs> it's 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 pretty cool it's not a, it's not a bad deal yeah when i bought this little thing this little laser for i don't know it wasn't very I... much 50 60 bucks i want to say something like that and you can get Manus yeah, for yeah they're not bad you can get manis for i think what 150 is the cheap one or 100 is the cheap one up to 250
1: well, and that's kind of where uh, it, you know—is it worth it? I don't know. It's hard to say because it's like—is it worth it to sp- to get the additional information that the manis gives you?
0: What do you mean? I mean w- what additional information? Because all all a laser would do is doing is telling you where you hit. Which right. this thing is the, even breaking down even the tiniest fucking little differences.
1: That's what I'm saying is the Manus it can, well, and it just gives you a lot more features. It's giving you a lot more information as far as watching where you're, you know, where your recoil management is or where you're lacking. And, you know, with live fire training, with drive fire training, it's kind of doing the same thing. You know, it's watching your, seeing your flinches and it's a lot easier to see it played back to you or like on that screen, on the tracking screen versus trying to watch it on the laser pointer, you know? Um, And it, it can give you some tips as to what to try and change or what to work on to make that better, you know? And just that training aspect of it to me seems like it would be worth the extra cost
0: i guess yeah, yeah. yeah i agree you can use the, there's I so agree. many different ways to use the manis like you said you can use it dry you can use it for live fire you can even throw it on i've i've been planning to throw it on my co2 bb gun you can it even has an option specifically mm-hmm. to be able to use it on there so i don't know it's a lot more uh versatile than just sticking a laser in your barrel
1: right yeah
0: yeah, I think it's a it's probably the better option if you want to spend a little bit of money. Um, I think it's definitely the better option. Uh, plus, the X10 does holster draw metrics. That's kind of neat. Yeah, I'm kind of curious yeah. how that works, but I don't have a holster for it. Of hmm. course, here comes Mile offering to make me a 3D printed rail or rail <laughs> base plate so I can use my Manis to <laughs> do holster drawing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, man. All right. All hey, right. You know, you're going to make it, Box?
1: Yeah. Just,
0: <laughs> I can't do a whole lot. Yeah. What else? You seem a little just, slow. I, yeah, I am. I am a little slow, Sam. I didn't do I'm it. a little distracted,
1: <laughs> too, so I can't. I'm not being much help here.
0: I didn't do anything on Monday. I was pretty much freaking worthless. What are you distracted with, Johnson?
1: I make a thumbnail.
0: <laughs> ah, you shouldn't be working on company time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then what do we want to talk about? No, Sam, you got like nine fucking
1: things there. Do you want to just run yeah, let's through talk your, about your century? Let's talk to you about your century strap.
0: Yeah, this is um, from NeoMag, and I was I put in an order to um, to them for the the product they talked about a few weeks ago, um, the the magazine um, clip retention system that has magnets in it or whatever. This yep. is NeoMag, obviously. Um, they deal with a lot of magnets, so the idea this is called the Century Strap, and the idea behind this is it retains your strap, um, on, on the, your gun in a way that's out of the way yet eas- still easily accessible. Now I didn't know whether I was going to like this thing or hate it. And frankly, to be honest with you, I'm still not, you know, totally, totally super happy with it. It takes a little bit of uh, screwing around with, but essentially how it works is, and it's going to be hard to do this on camera, but there's a magnet here that, uh, just holds it to uh, two high strength magnets and you wrap it around a certain point and it, and it keeps your, your sling sling tight. And then um, say you're in, you know, you're in a hurry. You're in, so you want to get, <laughs> you want to, let me see if I can do this with the, uh, mm-hmm. but you want to, you want to get this on quick. So all you have to do is pull it those magnets release, and then you're right there. You're good to go. So to, to put it back on, I mean, it's basically just the opposite operation, you know, put it back over where it goes and uh, snap it in. So but my question is, like, for us, for a normal guy like me, I don't really see a need for it. Um, Just because, like, say I'm in a home defense situation, I don't need a strap, you know, I don't really think that I, maybe, maybe, maybe I do, maybe I should take some freaking tactical carbine courses and, um, you know, kind of learn a little bit more, but for, I could see, you know, for an operator or whatever, um, wanting to get geared up quick, it would be a little bit more useful. Um, but I mean, it's a good product. I dig it. It's mean, It's okay. I just don't know how much I'm going to be using it. Like box Johnson, do you guys see yourself really, Using a, some, a product like this very much?
1: No, no, I use I use like those rubber bands. If I don't know, mine's mostly for just storage. I don't really care about how rapidly I can access my sling. I guess mine's just to keep right. it so it's not hanging on shit and getting tangled up on stuff. It's really the only reason I use I use it. I guess, but.
0: Well, and that's the same reason for this too, but I guess I just don't, like, I don't need a sling. Like, say I'm going to yeah. throw a gun in my truck for the rare instance where I would ever need a rifle. I don't really feel like I need a sling with me, right. you know? Like I said, maybe I need some more training and uh, maybe maybe a sling is a essential part of gunfighting, I guess. I don't know i've never been in a gunfight so i don't know if i need a friggin' sling i guess but
1: uh, yeah
0: if i were to keep an ar <laughs> if i were to keep an ar in my vehicle then maybe maybe i would throw it on that just so it's not getting tangled up in shit wherever it's laying you know but other than that i don't i don't really see a need for it no of course i also don't know shit so <laughs> well i mean but are you gonna do you want a,
1: a sling on your truck gun
0: Sure. Why not? Or your car gun. Yeah.
1: I. I. Cause if I. If I'm sure to have it and not need it. Yeah. Versus need it. You know. If you I. Know. If
0: I need an AR in my truck, that means I'm probably out in the middle of fucking. I'm somewhere I shouldn't be, getting into shit. That's pretty fucked up. I mean, if it can't. If my. If I need to get my AR rather than whatever I happen to be carrying that day, shit's going down. So
1: i'm probably gonna want to Things have gone sour yeah
0: (laughs) well i guess we got somebody in in here that actually has been in gunfights um james do you need i mean is that essential is that something that you have on your 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 home defense ar or the ar that you throw in your truck when you're going somewhere i mean is it a is it essential for you he says you need a sling for transition or snapping necks. you know, I mean, <laughs> why are you going to, you have an AR, what are you snapping next for? He's a you really a bad ammo. shot.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, if you're out of you, got a ammo, you can swing mean, it
0: like a club.
1: I can definitely see where it would be beneficial if you had like an injured arm or hand or something, you know, and just being able to, still manipulate the weapon better, I guess. Right. Just gives you an extra point of contact, you know, to pull against. But I don't know. Right. I could see, like, transitions and stuff, yeah. Jamie says he's got one on his truck
0: AR. Do you have any sort of retention system for it, like we were just talking about, or are you just flippy floppy all over the place? So irresponsible, James. I have one.
1: I have one on my, like, gun that I use for... Running around. And... <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said, how cool would a stateside ISIS kill from a snap neck be?" Yeah, I mean, pretty cool. It's not as cool as the one we talked about in the podcast the other day in World War II. The guy who was wearing a, what kind of hat was that? A bowler hat and carrying an umbrella. God, and he stabbed that's a, just he a bad stabbed, son of a sta- bitch. He stabbed a, a tank driver in the eye. Through the little hole with his umbrella. <laughs> I mean, that was that was pretty bad. That guy's got some nuts. Yes, yes, he does. That's for sure.
1: This so I don't know. It's a live. it's a good. What's that? So this video is going live.
0: It um. Uh as far as back to this product i mean it's it's certainly a quality product I, it works it just takes a little bit of fiddling around with to get it in the exact correct place and and uh relation to your gun and your sling um but i mean it's a quality product i, I like neomag they're a quality company um so if it's something that you're something that you're looking for that's a that's a pretty good option i think i like it a little bit more than i think i would the rubber bands like johnson uses but Tactical yeah. rubber bands.
1: That's like a goal. It's literally like a bicycle tire tube <laughs> cut into a strip is all it is. <laughs> Sounds super <laughs> tactical. Yeah. It holds um, holds the sling against the rail, and when I need it, I pull on it and it comes out. It's the same thing. It's just yeah. a much bigger pain in the ass to put back. You know?
0: Uh, Miles says he's never carried a combat rifle without one it's not as annoying as you think when moving around well right i mean i use one out on the range and stuff um but my thinking is you know in the short say antifa is back in my truck you know it's going to be a short-lived gun battle or whatever do i really need one i guess and, and probably in that instance you know it might be a good thing to have too. i, I think no.
1: Honestly, like I said, in I that need instance, I think yeah. In that instance, I think uh, new grill and headlights for your pickup would really be all you needed after that. But hmm. uh, you know, no, and a windshield,
0: inside <laughs> windows. After I'm <laughs> popping them all right through the windshield, you know. <laughs> Hopefully, I have my safety glasses on at the same time
1: <laughs> and hearing protection. Gun going off inside right. the vehicle Absolutely. is loud. Yeah,
0: when are we gonna do
1: that? Yeah, we talked sure. about Especially with
0: an AR. we talked about running drills with your truck. When are we gonna do that?
1: When do you want to?
0: Right, fucking now. Next range <laughs> well, day. Come on with it. Yeah, we can actually, low light. actually, we can probably low
1: light and vehicle things. Right
0: now, probably isn't the best time for me. So let's wait a little
1: <laughs> bit. <laughs> a four day hangover still in your ass.
0: Next range day, I vote. That's what we do. I think that'd be kind of fun.
1: Oh. Now's as good a time as any, I guess, to tell you guys I will not be here for the next one. I'm gonna be in Sturgis.
0: No, you can't go.
1: Sturgis. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we said no. You have to ask permission and uh we're <laughs> not we're not allowing that. <laughs> you're okay. you're out of you're out of PTO, so
1: <laughs> now I've got thirty seven <laughs> hours. <laughs> and twenty one of sick time yet. Come on.
0: Okay, well, how about you make up when for is, what, Sam? When is uh, our next range day? Will be not this weekend, but the following. Didn't surge just start? How long does it go? No, it starts. It starts uh,
1: Saturday. Oh,
0: okay. Never mind. Sorry, Boxer. You were saying? Week. I was going to tell Johnson to make up for his uh, lost time by telling us about this voodoo ravage.
1: Oh. Dude, this thing is sick. Voodoo. So this is a twenty-two long rifle bolt gun. And it's like it's basically just the action and barrel. But it is like taking over the Precision 22 bench wrist competition community. Like this thing is badass. It sits it takes a any Remington 700 stock. So you can put like any of your favorite Remington 700 stocks and chassis and stuff. Put this action right into it. 22 long rifle. There was a guy who hit, who was hitting, and I don't know what ammunition he was running. I'm sure it was like that, whatever, Ely, Teely ah the, uh,
0: the old ely teely yeah
1: no it's <laughs> I don't know what the exact name of brand of that 22 ammo but it's like really common competition but it's like sixty cents around a dollar around for 22 long rifle but Oof. um yeah uh but this guy was hitting four Yes, 22 Plankster did just showcase one, and that's where I saw this thing, and that's where I started researching it from. Um, he was saying that there was a guy that hit four consecutive rounds at a four consecutive shots on, I don't remember, it was like a 20 by 12 or whatever steel plate at 1,000 yards with this thing. Boy, that
0: must have been a steel day. Like,
1: My God, that's so. They said basically, like within 300 yards, it's not that much better than any of your other super high precision 22 long rifle. Like, you know, you can get a half inch, three eighths inch group out of this thing at 100 yards. But people are taking 22 long rifle out to six, seven, eight, nine hundred, and a thousand yards with this thing. What kind so of drop? You...
0: What kind of drop does a twenty-two have at a thousand so, yards? Like three hundred feet?
1: <laughs> probably more than that. Um, so there's like a a dialing base. So you know normally you have a fixed like rail on the top of your gun, or you have you know like a twenty. It's a built-in twenty MOA rail. Well, you can get these rails that you can dial. So not only do you have the dial on your scope, but you have the dial in the rail, and these rails dial up to like (laughs) four hundred mils. Like, I I feel like hundreds of mils and emeralds.
0: I feel like you have it's uh, like dialing in artillery on the top
1: here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'll see if I can. I can't remember the name of the base, but it's insane. About a thousand
0: yards. A thousand yards. What kind of uh, energy is left there? I mean, could you shoot somebody at a thousand? Literally yards nothing. Like, no. You know, no. Off? I'm saying, could it? Would it just like bounce off them essentially? I don't know. Or could you, you know, hey, tell your buddy to go out there. I'm going to shoot you.
1: Okay, so it's a Heritage Arms cold shot. Out? No heritage arms cold shot is the name of the basis that they're using. And like, so this MOAB is 300 minutes of angle is your adjustment that you can get out of it. Or 144 mils is the other is the mil radian one. That's insane. That is so what what do you normally get out of just so like a maximum out of just a scope. So you can get probably I don't know on some of the higher end scopes, but like mine on my six creed more is sixty-three MOA and I have a twenty MOA base. So this thing is basically five times my scope <laughs> of adjustment. Right. And I can get I can huh I can dial to with 100 yards zero, I can dial. With hold or like with the drop on the reticle, I can get to just under a mile. It's like 1,650 yards.
0: I was trying to figure out how much drop would be on a 22 at a thousand yards, and I found this one <laughs> article. There was this nine-year-old girl hitting a thousand yards with a 22. <laughs> <laughs> boy oh, Jesus. and it took a whopping 342 MOA of elevation 5 seconds of flight time
1: jeez
0: and uh, guess what she was shooting voodoo voodoo, voodoo action <laughs> vetted in Dude, a McMillan A6 nuts.
1: yeah so interesting so how many MOA was it
0: 342
1: 342 MOA yeah 1,000 yards.
0: Yeah, that's pretty wild. I bet Jerry Mitchell has done it.
1: So at 1,000 yards, it'd be roughly 10 inch. 10 inches per MOA. So 3, 4, 2, 0, over 12. That's 285 feet. That was pretty close. Love drop. Yep. God damn.
0: And then wow. think that's, think of how still it would have to be. Think of how far that wind that would be getting yeah. blown around. It would have well, to be just, a perfectly I've, still day.
1: And the crazy part is, I don't know exactly like what range, twenty-two long rifle, like goes transonic. You know, because it's not—they're not supersonic for very long. So th- being able to stabilize that bullet through that transonic zone and still continue on for like hundreds of yards past that transonic zone is pretty impressive really.
0: Huh. Yeah, that's pretty that's that's pretty uh yeah, that's pretty, pretty wild, me. I can't imagine. I gotta see what um it would knock um... box over today. Yeah, Chris, it might actually <laughs> depends if I'm laughing or not.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I want to see what that ammo is because that it's. I was surprised at how expensive 22 ammo was. What'd you say, 60 cents around or something like that? It's something like that. It's really
0: Ely. I mean, that's E L E Y, Ely. For, that's really expensive for 22, but I guess if it's that good that you can shoot a thousand yards with it, mm. probably worth it. Ely Tenex is the. So what do you think would be harder? Shooting a 22 at, say, 500 yards or, I don't know, a 308 at 1,500 or further? 2,200 at 1,000. Or 22 at 1,000. I said 500, not 1,000.
1: Mm. That's, I bet it'd be pretty close at that point. At 22 at I think you could hit 22 at 500. Well, of course 308, you should realistically be able to hit a first round hit at 1500. Because that's consistent. 22 is going to be so inconsistent, you're just going to be slinging lead hoping to get close. That's yeah, seen, like if, you, if you had dope, like if you knew your gun... Oh, I couldn't do it if
0: I was doped up. No way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you knew your gun and you had dope for you know, could confirm your confirm your dials like at diff- at a couple of different ranges, you can do the math to get three hundred eight to fifteen hundred and like first second round oh, twenty two. It's gonna be there because uh, the biggest thing is the environmentals at that point: humidity, wind, you know, and 308 can 308 can fight through some of that you know will be able to handle wind and change in humidity a little better than 22 will because you're looking at 168 grain projectile or 175 grain projectile versus a 40 grain projectile you know like the wind's going to have a hell of a lot more effect on a 40 grain projectile and it's going to be way more sporadic you know because at 1500 with a 308 you're going transonic just a couple hundred yards where a 22 when it goes transonic who the hell knows what happens you know the ballistic coefficient's garbage so
0: i'm almost more intrigued by shooting long range with 22s than i am with larger calibers for some reason <laughs> i've always thought that would be just more of a challenge
1: yeah and more fun you should work You should watch uh, Mark and Sam after work. They do, like, a lot of extreme long-range stuff. He, like, custom builds crazy-ass long-range guns and, like, makes his own, like, uh, bipod mounts and muzzle brakes and shit. And he shoots, like, 4, 5, and 6,000 yards with, like, these homemade rifles and, like, crazy hand loads. Like, machine, like, he runs, like... I don't remember. He does like a 70 375 H&H um like Ackley Improved 375 Ackley Improved and like a bunch of crazy rounds that he has like custom turned bullets that he has to single load because the bullet is 2 inches long, you know, on top of the case and it's like this crazy super high ballistic coefficient bullets and he's shooting like 6500 yards and shit. It's just this dude and his wife in Australia that shoot crazy long distances, and he shoots he does some long range twenty two and like forty five seventy and twelve gauge slugs he shoots you know tries to shoot a twelve gauge slug like eight hundred yards and yeah, that's pretty cool. It's fun to watch.
0: We should do some long range rim fire stuff, yeah, just to fuck around. I mean we all have rim fires, so
1: I mean, I have a 17,
0: so I don't know how comparable that would be, but...
1: Uh, 17... I don't know, I guess. It'd be... Once you get out to distance, it's really going to fall off because it's such a light bullet. Mm-hmm. That'd be hard to even confirm a hit. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Because you wouldn't hear it ring the steel. we well, you you'd know? have to have, like, balloons out there or something. Can you imagine a 25-grain bullet hitting... You know, a fifteen-pound piece of steel at four hundred yards—you'd never hear that. No way. It wouldn't move anything. It'd be like somebody hitting, you know, a fly landing on the plate. Yeah. (laughs) I think it sounds like fun, though. Mm Hmm. Well, uh.
0: um, Yes, Sam. I was just I just uh, was, I was trying to do come up with a trivia question since Toad's not here. But one thing I ran across that was rather interesting. Um it was talking about uh, a guy tried to assassinate President Andrew Johnson in nineteen thirty five. He was a house painter by the name of Richard Lawrence. Um he believed he was the king of England, so that you know, he's a little bit nuts. But anyways, he was using two guns and so he both he aimed both the guns at the president and pulled the triggers of both guns at the same time, and they both misfired. And then, and then That's apparently unfortunate. Uh, president, president Jackson, who, who was 67 years old at the time, he beat the, beat the man to near death with, with his cane. <laughs> Sick. And one of the, one of the uh, people who helped res- restrain the would-be assassin was the one and only Davy Crockett.
1: Davy Crockett. Wow. Interesting. King interesting. of the wild frontier.
0: Another, uh, another interesting fact that I was talking about here was uh, death darts. And it's funny that I ran across this because I just saw this video on Facebook the other day. In 1975, it was released in con- congressional testimony that the CIA had created and utilized a gun that would shoot darts causing a heart attack. So basically what it was, it shot a frozen little tiny dart, essentially, and it was obviously frozen when it went through the air and it goes into your skin and then it melted, the poison melted, and um, essentially made it look like you had a heart attack. And that was a it was an actual gun and it didn't say I mean it looked in the video that I saw, it looked like it was, you know, a pretty A weird looking gun but not super strange not like sci-fi or anything like that um but i and then they didn't say how long how close it would work you know i think you'd have to be pretty freaking close to shoot a a little tiny frozen thing hard enough to penetrate your skin but i don't know (laughs) there's your interesting facts for the night for the night i guess So, so you didn't find any trivia so, well, there's just lots of interesting facts, and I couldn't—I'm too stupid to come up with some good trivia. You are so dumb. <laughs> so we're not oh, going to give anyone give away kind of any st- stickers, huh? Yeah, Cole would win them anyways. Uh, just send Cole some stickers, and we'll call it good. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> well, unless you guys can come up some, with some trivia, mm. which. Uh, I don't I don't have anything uh super off the top of my head for for that. Uh who who is the best have... LSLF member? Ooh. <laughs> you, you guys, guys realize I'm money? giving away the stickers, right? So <laughs> there is only one correct answer to this. <laughs> I, have Clearly. Sti- I have stickers. I have stickers too, guys. Actually, you know, I was thinking about why the hell don't I have any stickers? Well. <laughs> I was gonna give away I was gonna give away a pack today, actually.
1: True. Ooh, I, but... You know, it's funny. I, I, I still don't have any <laughs> stickers from Life Short Live Free. James, hey,
0: James, quit being a pussy. That's the wrong answer.
1: <laughs> Miles, you're banned. We're removing you from the page. You can no longer like our page. You can't. You're going to be banned from YouTube, Facebook, everything. No, that is not the right answer. How dare you? <laughs> Um, Johnson, you got stickers. you have one on your wife's Jeep? I got one on my wife's Jeep and I have I don't have any of the new ones and I have one on a coffee cup. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. I don't well, have any of the new we'll ones. Rubbin'. I got no gears and beers, stickers, nothing. Do we Jeez, need more? So you're in
0: here every you're in here every two weeks. Just grab one next time you're in here.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't really have anything else, to,
1: unless you want to talk about Beirut. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this. Gosh darn, PS Nine Dagger. Okay, that is apparently oh, right. never yeah. coming out.
0: What's what's the story on that?
1: So I I read an article. The reason I want to talk about it today is I read an article over lunch today about um this uh, Amoland dot com. I think. D- had spoke with palmetto state in the beginning of june um com. yeah um they'd spoke with palmetto state armory and basically asked them you know hey what's going on and because it was like hank strange and somebody else was talking to him and uh you know just kind of wanted to get an update on things and see how it was going and um basically they're just you know exactly what you would expect COVID hit it's hard to get materials it's hard to get products in you know like parts in Um, and the other thing that that kind of slowed them down is they had a couple of issues that they didn't want to release a Gen 1 of this gun knowing like eventually we're going to have to do some revisions and do a Gen 2 they just want it to be right when they release it so uh, it's our it's a fucking copy of a glock. how how what
0: needs to change?
1: <laughs> I don't know. they because basically what they said is, well, yes, it uses a lot of Glock components because they're commercially available, but it's not just a copycat glock. It's which
0: it is. I don't know.
1: it is. to me, it is. They're so, saying so it's not know.
0: because they want to make it sound good. I'm trying to wrap right. it up this yeah. is new and special and different
1: What's yeah not dude so i don't know they said in that in that interview at the beginning of june they said we could very well see an end of june release date well here it is the beginning of august and no release and i haven't i couldn't find anything that was the most recent thing i could find about it fucking everybody and their mom is releasing shit like that though
0: Everybody has their own personalized Glock-based pistols now for their own company. Even yeah. like YouTube guys have their own shit. Like uh, Talon Sai, he has his his own. Fucking Warrior Poet has his own. They all release yeah. theirs in, a, in the same amount of time. Like, yeah. but Palmetto State can't handle it.
1: Well, and that's that's the thing with with theirs is it's legit, just the Gen Three Glock. You know, it's just a, it's, they're not trying to do anything different. Palmetto State is trying to mass produce all, you know, the whole thing. These guys are using pre made components and doing a little machining to make them, you know, a custom slide or whatever. It's not like they're that, I don't know that and they're not going to have near the
0: production that palmetto state is when palmetto sells this thing they're going to sell thousands of them i mean they're gonna i'm i'm gonna buy one fucking everybody and their moms are gonna buy one they're gonna be like 300 bucks
1: all right um so yeah, the talent side
0: thing too they got to come up with a lot of shit
1: right but a lot of people are box and and the talent side gun you know that was pretty high priced you know it just, that's just the way it is, you know. With a custom gun like that, that Cerakota got an optic or optic cut, custom milled slide, things like that, you know, custom stippled. It was higher priced and not how much. Not as many gun guys. For? I I want to say like fifteen hundred. Um, twelve to fifteen hundred, I think. Um, but. How many how many gun guys know of Palmetto State Armory? Quite a few. I would fair to say a majority of gun guys know of Palmetto State. How many gun guys know of Talonside? Yeah, mm, not quite that many. Mm, Same with Warrior right. Poet. You know, like not all gun guys are YouTube fans. You know, so they and even if they are, they might not know of those guys. So the fact that a custom pistol that's a little higher dollar. Is just not going to sell in the numbers that a super well known company making a budget pistol is going to sell. So they're, you know, they got a lot more to think about with production than those kind of limited run, one off, you know, custom style pistols. Yeah, too. that's true. And
0: I will, I would, I would venture to say that um, Palmetto, that's going to
1: be eventually will probably be one of their best selling guns ever. Yeah. Um, well, and that's, that's because... the other thing with, with Palmetto state is they they try for the common use thing so much, you know, like that's why they started producing ARs and stuff. And that's why they wanted to use so many gen three Glock parts is because they're commonly available. So the more firearms you can get out there, the more common use they are and the harder it is to take them away, you know, and that's kind of right. their whole mission. Right.
0: Did they? uh Did they happen to say anything about the MP five during that interview?
1: No, no, they didn't. They did not. Avoiding that question. Excited.
0: I was so excited back in January when we actually went and we played with these guns and talked to the guys about them. Fuck, I was so yeah. excited. And I bet you. I bet. I bet they don't get released this year. No, no. I honestly don't think so. No, they're gonna have um, them again cause... at Shot Show next year. They're yeah. like
1: they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. Yeah. I promise. Well, we had a lot of setbacks with COVID. We don't believe you. Yeah. All right.
0: But I mean, yeah. At this point, at this point, it,
1: well, it makes sense at this point. Wait till the election's over and you'll know whether you need to, you know, whether you can keep putting money into this project or, you know, if it's worth it or not to keep pumping money into that product. But.
0: Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. And, and I, frankly, as far as this whole, I mean, it was kind of a perfect storm for everything, because the COVID hit, um, that totally fucked up supply chains, and especially with an election coming up, that always gets worse. Then, so yeah. it was just kind of, it was two bad deals. And frankly, um, I've been talking about this with several people lately. I think this the shortage is going to be way worse than the uh, 2013 was when I got, it already is frankly, I think. So yeah, hold on to your, wait for the ride because this is, it's going to be a fucking trip. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. Can't wait till we're back in stock about two years down the road with everything.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, anybody else have anything they want to add or.
1: Um, If you Um, don't want to wait for Palmetto State's MP5 copy clone thing to come out, you can now get an MP5K or a SP5K PDW. So there is the MP5K PDW. They've now had the SP5, and now the SP5K PDW is out today. So okay. don't pick that up for $2,700.
0: <laughs> SP5 PDW.
1: Yeah, SP5K PDW. So that's got the Trilug, uh, tri-lug adapter, half 28 threaded barrel. She's pretty sexy. Chris, what am I, I supposed don't... to stop? <laughs> The only uh, thing I don't like about it is that it doesn't have the round diopter sight, like barrel diopter sight, on the on the back. It's like a notched sight. The, whatever <laughs> you,
0: I don't know. What he's talking about
1: whatever you're playing with in your hands. You're I'm playing with, with the something. little
0: laser thing. I can't fiddle. Do you think? <laughs> do you think that uh, this? I mean, is it pretty similar to the the fully auto version? Could this be converted?
1: I'm sure they can be converted. I mean, it's still a roller delayed blowback, you know, it's it's right. an HK MP5. It's built on the exact same line as the MP5K, you know, it's built all the same. Yeah. The only the only real differences that I saw, um, I was watching TFB TV's video on it today. Um, the only real differences I saw was the rear sight is, like I said, that notched rear sight versus the diopter barrel and um, the thread pitch is different on the barrel. They use, you know, half by 28 is common for nine millimeter stuff. Um, the MP5K PDW Navy or whatever this is modeled after is, a, they use a little different thread pitch for the military contract stuff, but um, gotcha. there's the only real differences is other than obviously not having the giggle switch, but I don't know. Right. It's dude, the fun part that everybody awesome.
0: freaking wants. Yeah. So uh, also, September 26 is our uh, get together. So unrelated, completely unrelated. Uh, I just wanted to bitch at somebody about this. I ordered a new computer. i cha- it could be us. <laughs> right. <laughs> I ordered a new computer chair a week and a half ago. And got a tracking number like the next day, you know, Yep. and it still hasn't gone anywhere. It just says awaiting item to be shipped or whatever shipment or shipment information was sent mm-hmm. to FedEx. So I sent him a message or I emailed him today. I was like, hey, I ordered this a week and a half ago and it, I got a tracking number and the package still, still hasn't gone anywhere. They emailed me back and it says, it looks like it ha- has prepared for shipping and is awaiting FedEx to pick it up. That's why you see a label created and no other scans. I set you up to receive text messages directly from FedEx. <laughs> oh, thank you. That really helps me out. You just told me what I told you and then signed me up to receive fucking text messages for no fucking reason. <laughs> Without, tell me what's happening with my package. Why I'm confused. That was, a, uh, that was a robotic email reply, probably. Yeah, if I had to, if I had to guess.
1: Oh, Sam, you remember that really sketchy uh, Shopify page that I tried to buy a duck coop off of for one hundred and ten dollars? Yeah, yeah, it was really sketchy for a reason. Never received a duck coop. <laughs> <laughs> so Did you get your money back. No, and this is what's pissing me off. So I I paid with PayPal because I knew I needed to pay with PayPal for this very reason. I was like, yeah, oh, this is a pretty sketchy website. Don't let me pay with PayPal. I'll do that. So that was June 18th, I think, is when I made the purchase. Yeah, June 18th was when I made the purchase. June 28th, 10 days later, I finally reported it to... Because I got like an order confirmation right away. Never got a shipping deal 10 days later. So then I reported it to PayPal it says, please contact this company. Well, at this point, 10 days later, I went to check on my order confirmation. And I click view my order. And this is what shows up. Oh, you can't see it. Oops, something went wrong. Can't find the page. (laughs) So it's like the whole page is gone. And I knew it was sketchy because as soon as I paid with PayPal, it is a bunch of blip, bloop bloop that is not English. So... (laughs) That's who I paid to. I was like, great. So, contact PayPal. So, initially, this was June 28th when I did the claim. It said estimated completion or resolution to case July 28th. It's like, Jesus, a month? Okay, whatever. You know, because they got to give time for the seller to contact them. And so, a month goes by, it's July 28th. It's like, hmm, I should check on that. Check on it. Estimated completion, August 2nd. Still on the same thing it's been at for a month. August 2nd. Okay. So then I check on it. August 2nd. Estimated completion, August 6th. Hmm. Checked on it today. Estimated completion, August 10th. It's like, so <laughs> let's see here. <laughs> I don't think anything's actually going to happen. I'm not even sure this is really PayPal I'm signing into. It might as well just be <laughs> the Chinese company's <laughs> fake ass PayPal. Oh, jeez. It probably man.
0: is. It's probably a fake yeah. scam pay- PayPal. Yeah. You don't I don't know. know. Yeah, I, I,
1: I've been doing it through the PayPal app. So hopefully. Nah. Uh,
0: yeah, that's a little
1: that. I'll just say that. All I can say is fuck the goddamn Chinese communist Racist. Party. That too.
0: Fuck those commies. Yeah. Okay, that I can get on board with.
1: <laughs> All right. I didn't, why, I didn't say fuck Chinese people. <laughs> I, I know. I said fuck the Chinese Communist Party. I know. <laughs>
0: She wins. Uh, All right. Well, I think we're going to call it an episode, folks. Uh, Thanks for stopping by. It was fun. It was uh, a little disorienting, but uh, (laughs) we made it through. (laughs) Uh, Be sure to check out Shyworks on Facebook and shyworks.com and also on Instagram. And you can find Ballistic Imagery on Facebook, Instagram, and at ballisticimagery.com. And you can find more LSLF stuff on YouTube and we are on Instagram, not super active, but we're on there. Uh, I, need to step that up. I think that's all we got.
1: We uh, just posted. And I just posted a new video on YouTube. Just like during this, it went live.
0: Interesting choice. All right. <laughs> Go check it out. Yeah. We got another new video coming. Uh, on tuesday on youtube and uh oh and sam mentioned earlier our meetup it is going to be september 26th we're gonna have a, we're gonna do an announcement for it here shortly but that is set in stone now september 26th so mark your calendars if you want to show up it's going to be at johnson's place near uh, lamar's so be sure mm-hmm. to bring your friends bring your booze bring your tents or your campers whatever going to be a good old time and i think that's all we have for you so thanks for stopping by everybody and uh we'll see you next time sam take it away yep thanks guys um remember till we talk to you next time Life short live free god bless god bless america